Hey guys, uh, Cy here with a little intro before the intro. Um, I, uh, you know, sometimes Chad and I, we record episodes in advance. And we do that when we have a scheduling conflict because we want to make sure that you guys get the episode at the same time every week. Uh, I'm telling you that because this uh, week's episode is one of those episodes, and we recorded it in advance of the events that have taken place here in Minneapolis. Um, normally, this show is, you know, we think of it as a silly and, you know, insane exploration of our personalities and our friendship. Uh, but we, we didn't want to put out an episode and have people think that we you know, weren't acknowledging or would just walk by or, or just gloss over what's happened. Uh, so both Chad and I's thoughts and frustrations are with the family and friends of, of George Floyd, and our, our thoughts are with the cities of Minneapolis and, and St. Paul, and specifically with the communities and neighborhoods within those cities uh, and their voices as as they, you know, deal with this and as they try to rebuild and as they try to clean up and as they try to be heard. You know, Chad and I are lifelong Minnesotans. We love, uh, both of us have spent a lot of time in Minneapolis uh, throughout our lives, and we love the Twin Cities. More importantly, we love the people of the Twin Cities. Uh, so we just wanted to voice that uh, before this pre-recorded episode went out. So uh, now enjoy the regular intro and the regular 40 minutes of us being idiots. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you so much for all the support on the Mouse War t-shirt. Mouse War. Yeah, there have been. it's been really nice. A lot of people... Go, hey, I, we got some messages, by the way, okay. as I'm barely paying attention during the intro. Uh, <laughs> uh, women could not find the woman's mouse war shirt. Uh, there okay. was just a glitch with the website. We've got it all sorted out. So if you went on last week and tried to get one on middleofsomewherepodcast.com, they should now be available. Thank you uh, to everybody who's buying the shirt. And more importantly, thank you to everybody. This, this is what I'm going to do because I know what's coming in this episode. I'm going to tell you, people who listen to this show and love it, I fuck, I love you. I love you so much. And I'm so happy <laughs> that you're a part of our show and our lives. Yeah, and maybe maybe leave a review. Maybe a five-star review if you haven't reviewed the show yet. If you're, if you're newer and haven't reviewed it, maybe go ahead and do that. So, uh, you know, nobody's brain explodes. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Thank you so much for tuning in on another wonderful Monday morning. Across from me is my new host, my new co-host, Skeet McGraw. Hey Skeet, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Sweet mustache, you nerd. <laughs> I was gonna say, this has something to do with my mustache. Also, Skeet McGraw is a really pop. that's... Dude, that's a guy who's won a lot of races right there. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. Hey, he y'all, actually... my name is Skeet McGraw. I'm one of the three greatest BMX champions this earth has ever seen. And I'm going to fuck your dad and mom. Get out of my face. Come on now, brother. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Skeet McGraw seems like he has won the triathlon where it's 
you you drive your motorbike all the way to your car race and then have sex with your cousin. <laughs> hey, y'all. My name is Skeet McGraw, and this next song is called That Dog of Mine Better Not Be Gay. <laughs> now... Uh, you're using a southern accent. Hey y'all, accent. I'd like I'd I'd like to thank everyone for coming out to the concert tonight. This next song is called "My Wife and What I Intend to Do to Her." <laughs> can I can I detour this show right off the top? Uh, we, well, wh- why do you have to ask anymore? It's been sixty straight episodes. Well, we so we started on a southern accent, and I have to tell you, I I got pushed to. Bar none, my largest breaking point of this entire quarantine this right. past week. Now, and I, all- now, I know what this is about, and I want to tell you that you are about to give another person a lot of power. I, and here's the thing. At this point, we need to understand that I am willing to give other people a power just to feel like I bitched out loud. <laughs> That's, That's the fair. Skeet McGraw way. My good friend Joel does yes. a very funny thing. He likes to consistently scour the internet for reviews of my performances <laughs> in different mediums. <laughs> and whenever he finds a negative review, he will screenshot it and send it to me. It's sure. a very good bit. And they're always super funny. My favorite one, he sent me one of our show that was a one-sentence review on iTunes that just said, two women gossiping about nothing. And it made which, me laugh. Which is like our logline. I mean, that really is exactly... It's not even a burn. That is, yeah. that is. if you haven't figured out that that is what this show is, why are you still listening? Yeah, it's, it's, like, reviewing, it's like reviewing nature and going, when it rains, it's cloudy. Well, <laughs> fucking good one. <laughs> so... I, Joel sends me this review, right? And it is, it is not directed at our show. It is directed specifically at me. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a low star review. And it says, size, repetitive, and demeaning use of the Southern accent seems to increase every week. We get it. You think everyone with a Southern accent is a racist, homophobic Trump supporter. Now, First things first, I want to point out that you and I, because this, this enraged me. This didn't make me laugh. <laughs> this, this made old Skeet fucking bubble out of his boots. Okay? Well, this is actually why your name's Skeet, because that's the noise you made. Skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> so first things first, you and I do not talk politics on this show. It was we, very We try our hardest not to. I would say in 60 episodes, it's happened maybe four or five times. We, we personally wanted this show to be an escape, not only for the audience from the constant circus that is that world, right. but also just for us. You know, we didn't want to come in here and bitch about stuff. I mean, well, that is clearly what we wanted to do, but, <laughs> but not we, politics. We just, we just wanted to bitch about our own lives. Yes, exactly. So we have worked so hard to not not talk politics of any variety. So right. my my, that, my tongue my tongue has shortened by two inches from me biting it weekly. Oh, Skeet doesn't even have a tongue. Nice. Skeet just has Skeet just has teeth and a throat. <laughs> Hi, my <laughs> name is Skeet McGraw, and this next song is entitled "Teeth and a Throat." 
so that that enrages me, right? I'm like, if you're gonna shit on us, at least be accurate. And then I moved to the let's everyone who listens to this show knows I use the southern accent a lot. And I'm right. I'm not gonna apologize for that. I think it is so funny. I, I love the southern uh, uh, for, you never hear people be like, I wish Morgan Freeman could narrate my life. No way. Give me some 380-pound <laughs> hillbilly sitting outside a gas station in Missouri to be like, all right, now Sai's going to walk his dog for a little while. Like, I fucking love it. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if you don't think, like, that some dumb behavior occurs from people who speak like that, you're just not being honest. You know what Correct. sentence you never hear? Hey, me and Chance and Blake are going to hop on our all-terrain vehicles and use our hunting rifles on some alligators. Nobody says that shit. Exactly. There's, there's, uh, there's, and, and, and also, and, and this is where I started getting really mad, I come from the rurals. Much like you, you you're less <laughs> to admit it than me, but I could, like, I, and that, that's not just a southern accent, by the way. If you think that there aren't guys in South Dakota right now, like, I tell you what, that raccoon shows up on my porch again, I'm gonna fucking pump him full of pellets. Like, yeah, I mean, any anytime I work in Indianapolis, you go down there and people are like, hey, man, that's a real good show. And I, I'd always respond with you live in a state that touches a lake that touches Canada. Can you drop the fucking act, please? It's everywhere. Yeah, it's I know. everywhere. So it's not a southern thing. And and most importantly, I come from those people. I have a cousin who raised koi goldfish in a baby pool in their basement to sell them on eBay. That, that was their right. job for a while. That sounds I have right. another cousin who is a Loretta Lynn <laughs> impersonator. You understand? I have more than eight times in my life, I have willingly attended something called the Colgate Country Amateur Music Showdown in a town named Wadena, Minnesota. So listen here, fuckity. I can use whatever voice I want. So I'm like, you see me, you see it happening now? I'm enraged. Yeah. So this is just unfortunately the tip of the iceberg. So, and I know, so just just as backstory, the rest of the group found this text message, you hay bales, block dogs, and queso hermano shared this in our group thread multiple days after Joel sent it to me. And I didn't take part in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I loved every bit of it. I abstained, and here's why. I felt this massive rage reading that message. And so I've started to recognize when I feel that way, I need to do something good for myself. I, okay. need, to I need to take that negativity and switch it to positivity. And so I decided, you know what? I need a little dark chocolate. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Two women gossiping about nothing because daddy <laughs> i'll tell you what skeet mcgraw is nothing if not a dark chocolate bitch so <laughs> i hop in my wife's car there's a gas station like a mile from our house i'm gonna go over there i'm assuming they have some sort of dark chocolate i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna come home i'm gonna spend a little time just some side time sure and uh, th this will all be fine anytime i'd come home after uh, my mom got a divorce, and then we were in an apartment for a year, then we moved to a house, and that house had a bathtub. And anytime I'd come home, and I found a dark chocolate wrapper downstairs in the kitchen, and I could hear Melissa Etheridge playing in the bathroom, and I, a bottle of wine had been opened, and I knew, I knew deep down she was masturbating, and I needed to leave quickly. 
Come to Skeet's window. I love it. God, I'm a big Melissa Etheridge guy. So I pull up to the gas station. And the gas station has those two parking slot spots right next to the gas station, right? Yep, yep. So I pull into one of those. There's nowhere to park. There's like a tree and a little patch to the right of me. There's an open parking spot to the left of me where another car can park. Hold on now. There's a tree? Yes, there is. Hold on. There's a tree and then there's another spot where you can see no homophobia. No, nothing. No. It's just a guy that doesn't understand parking spots. He just doesn't get parking. He doesn't That's get a- why you would park by a tree when you need to back into the spot so you can get away quicker like the Duke boys. That's actually that's actually Skeet's brother, Tree McGraw. He's always worried about where the trees are at. So I'm parked at I'm parked. I pull in and I park at the gas station. And speaking of music, as I park on the radio, seals kissed by a rose come on. Uh-huh. And I go, you know what? I'm also going to do this for me. I'm going to sit. And I'm just going to help you right now. And I'm going to say it's Kiss from a Rose. And then we're going to leave it at that. Thank you. Just because we don't need any more negative reviews because this is what happens. Exactly. So I, I, and I'll tell you what, if I'm going to get kissed by a rose, it better have a vagina. So I, uh, (laughs) so my name is Scheme. (laughs) I can't stop. So, (laughs) so I sit in my car just living every moment of kiss from a rose sure and as the song slowly is coming to an end a van pulls in the spot next to me sure and it's a work van but it's also important to note that it's one of those work vans that like you know where there's work vans where you're like that's an expensive van that guy like and then there's other work vans where you're like that's maybe a work van it could be a terrorist or a pedophile's van it just says Uh like like jeff's carpets on it you're like i don't know that that's if i google jeff's carpets am i gonna find a website i don't think i am so it's just it's a, a guy driving by showing his pubes hey <laughs> jeff's carpets <laughs> hey kids look at jeff's carpet come on so the van pulls up next to me and it parks so close to my door that like it's fuck i i it takes me like a minute it feels like. I, I'm sure I'm exaggerating, but I have to do that thing where I have to push the door open, try not to smash his car, and then yep. snake weasel my way out of the yes. car. And as that's happening, the, the the fucking review boils back up in me. <laughs> I am like, I am enraged. And no, so if, I, if, if, if anyone that I know can snake weasel, it's Skeet McGraw. <laughs> if I've ever met anybody, because he used to snake weasel at the circus, like as yeah. part of the part of the circus. I I, I actually think did he name his first three albums? Uh, <laughs> snake, uh, snake weasel, weasel <laughs> volume snake, one, two, snake and weasel three. Two, the greatest hits. Snake weasel, <laughs> snake weasel live. <laughs> you know, Skeet McGraw sounds like a name that all you want to do is ask questions to, right? <laughs> Skeet McGraw. Did you really snake weasel at a circus? I just Skeet, love it. Skeet McGraw, is it true that that is your dad's foot in that freezer there? <laughs> so I am, I, I snake I snake weasel out and I'm enraged. <laughs> and uh, t- at this point, I am full on assuming that whoever's driving this van wrote the review. That's how I feel. <laughs> So I go stand socially distanced behind the van, and I'm just waiting for this guy to get out. And so he gets out, and I go, hey, man, 
great parking job. And he goes, what? And I go, you're parking. It was really good. See, I love when I get out of my car to feel like I'm escaping from Shawshank Prison. Good job <laughs> with your parking. And then he goes, what? Like, he said it again. Like, he heard what I said. And Absolutely. I went fucking ballistic. I was like, do you not understand what happened here? Do you not see what happened with this? I go, well, I got an idea. You want to make me uncomfortable? Why don't you just pin me up against the wall? How about we bear hug me against the wall for a half hour? How about you throw me in the back of this pedophile van and just butt fuck the coronavirus into me? Oh, yes. Yes. I, I like that you've gotten grumpier. And I, that is that shouting an invitation to have somebody butt fuck the coronavirus <laughs> into you outside a gas station was even for me that was a little much and he just looked at me and didn't even respond and so i just like my eyes filled with rage and i just like walked into the gas station in retrospect either a that guy he knew a murderer's eyes when he's seen him like he he was like oh i screwed up i should i should you know what i just let's Get back in. Let's get back in the van and yeah. let's let's sell these carpets, Jeff. Like he knew. <laughs> or here's the thing: he was a white guy, and he could have been foreign white. He might not have spoken English. Uh, like he could have been from one of those Transylvania countries. Yep. Yeah. Yep. At any time, did you think about moonwalking back to a pump and spraying him with gasoline? I did not. I I, I opted out of the Chad method. See, that's interesting because any time a grown man makes you repeat something for a third time. He's absolutely heard it, and he's just deciding how he's going to start fighting you. Yeah. He's taking well, that time. It's almost like, you know, sometimes on the show, I'll, I'll say, I'll go like, eh, we went to the store and fucking like that. That yeah. fucking is for me to think about the next thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And his what? He was absolutely planning like Sherlock Holmes movie style, how he was going to fight you and kill you. Well, then I think it's a good thing I walked away because I'll tell you that sentence about him be fucking me sure. in the back of his van. <laughs> Hold on. Did you just <laughs> abbreviate the word that doesn't matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like my grandmother when she would whisper stuff like just the wrong word all the time. She goes um, down the street at the at the uh, flea market. There is a Mexican fella selling tacos. And you're like, why are you whispering that? I think you I think you knew you had to whisper one word and you picked the wrong one. <laughs> Be fucking, that's hilarious. Instead of butt effing. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love so, everything about that. So when when that sentence started, I didn't know where it was going. It was an unmapped journey. And by the time it finished, I realized I was in a territory that I didn't belong. Sure. So my heart picked up a little bit, and I was like, just go in the store. Go get your chocolate. Yeah. So I go in the store. Eastern Block also comes in the store. He doesn't get anywhere near me. <laughs> I pay for my chocolates. I leave. I get in the car, and I can't, like, I think a normal person would have gone in through the other side. Yeah. Because of my back problems, it's hard to climb over seats in a sure. my wife drives a Honda Civic. Yeah. So I snake weasel back into the Honda. I drive home, I pull into the garage, shut the garage door, and now I'm just trying to recover from all this and I'm just eating dark chocolate in a in a dark garage. <laughs> like I'm the secretary to some fashion mogul. 
you know, like some like a devil wears Prada situation where I've just been ridiculed all day. And then I just I end every night by eating Oreos in my in my fucking Ford Taurus while I'm sobbing. Hey, whoa, too far. Is that's it? What, that's what I do. <laughs> I know. That's why I, I needed to make you a part of my feelings. So I finish the dark chocolate. I take a couple deep breaths. I go into the house. I go in through the garage door. The moment I walk in through the garage door and into kind of our hallway area, the front door rings, likely a UPS man or something like that, dropping a package off. My brother has a 110-pound French Mastiff. Mm -hmm. And it they've never taught it to not freak out when people come to the door. And that that's a source of frustration for me. But it gets amped up because he comes barreling around the corner and bulldozes into one of my legs, which flares the fuck out of my back so now i feel like norm probably wrote the review and i'm (laughs) and i love dogs but i'm like how do i poison norm without anyone knowing like i am i am just i am so fucking angry right let me let me play therapist right now you're allowed to have those thoughts Mm -hmm. as long as you don't follow through no they didn't become actions now did i did i google dog noose on my phone (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to admit to that on 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 the podcast. So I uh, <laughs> I did not. I didn't. <laughs> so I go downstairs, um, and I decide I am going to. Here's where this story really pinnacles. Is that the right word? Hi, my name is. <laughs> my name yeah, is... you could say pinnacle. Pinnacle is the top. Yeah. So I go downstairs, and I am going to make a smoothie. Okay. Okay. And it's it's a magnesium smoothie. Now, because go ahead. I had to jump in again. Magnesium, not my friend, as you know. Somebody told me that magnesium relaxes you to sleep better. So I took someone I was in New York City because of all the noise outside my hotel, and I peed my panties because that's how relaxed I was. I was having a dream that I was standing over a toilet at a movie theater and couldn't pee, and I needed to because I had to get back into the movie, and then I felt warm wetness on my hip, and I thought, what's happening over there? So I woke up, and I'd peed my panties and in the bed of a hotel. Thank you, magnesium. (laughs) Also, I just, as accurate as this guy's review might be in terms of using the Southern voice as much as I do, I want the credit that's due to me that every 30 seconds I haven't stopped and announced a new Skeet McGraw song title. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got to tell you, Magnesium Wet My Bed is a hit. Oh, there's no doubt about that. That is a hit. (laughs) So... Well, so here's the thing. I had gotten a the 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 pandemic has been pretty tough on me, sure. on my body with the the change in physical therapy and uh, my pain has been getting worse. And so I we went and had a some blood work done. Okay. And on one of my panels, I was shown to be low in magnesium. Okay. And magnesium has long been studied as a source of you know help for chronic pain. Right. So have, you, have, you, have you ever pissed your pants? I haven't pissed my pants yet. Yeah, you're definitely low in magnesium. So, so I, uh, I research what foods are high in magnesium, how much I need a day, and I have a specific magnesium shake. Okay. It's a couple cups of spinach, some sure. pumpkin seeds, a banana. That's all the magnesium. Yep. I spice it up with some berries and some cherry juice. Okay. Right? 
So, oh, and side note, I've been, you want to talk about Skeet McGraw? I've been doing this thing, <laughs> preparing my food, where if something needs to be cut with a knife, because a lot of my back pain is in my neck and my upper back and sure. my shoulders. So sometimes, like, pushing down and cutting stuff a bunch with a knife is hard on my shoulders. Okay. And I uh, have figured out that if I just want to cut stuff into slices, the best knife in the world is my teeth. And uh-huh. so my <laughs> wife has definitely walked in on me mama birding my own food <laughs> to prepare it for a meal. So you like bite a carrot and spit it into your salad bowl? So like if I use I like pickles. I'm a big pickle guy, okay. but I want them sliced up because I put them on like a like a taco. Of right? course. You put well, oh, no, not of course. Let me take back my of course. Okay, like so I, I agree with fucking pickles on a taco. I so don't. They, so the, it's not a taco. It's a, more of a wrap. It's like a wrap. Let me rephrase that. It's a taco-type shell, but it's Thank a you. wrap. Okay, that makes and more so, sense. So, yeah, I'll take the pickle, and I'll just not, 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 just gnaw that shit up, and then mama bird it. Oh, and Jesus and that's Christ. how. Hey, Chad, my life isn't great right now. That's why, <laughs> that's why I put all this rage into this fucking dickhead who sent this message. Okay. So I'm making my magnesium shake, and I turn to grab a banana. And there's no banana there. And I knew there should be a banana there. And so I said, hey, Jenna. And here's where it gets rough. <laughs> I said, hey, Jenna, uh, did you eat this banana? And she goes, no. And I go, oh, d- well, did you move the banana? And she goes, no. I go, well, there, there was a banana here. And it's, it's not here anymore. And then she kind of got angry at me for accusing her of eating the banana. Sure. And now I'm pretty sure she wrote that fucking review. And I am <laughs> so angry. Because I here's the thing. I know she ate that fucking banana. I know she did. And I know it for a couple of reasons. One, I have OCD. And two, I have OCD. I fucking know what my stuff is. I know where it is, when it is, and how it is. So I, I want to freak out at her. I want to get in a fight, right? Sure. But I don't. I decide I need the proof. I gotta be. I'm gonna become detective. Sai. I got you. You have to. I have mm-hmm. to build a case because she's clearly just gonna lie to my face. Now right? this is this is coming from your love of forensic files. How you have to solve the case of the banana. Absolutely. Yeah. And and my desire to make sure I look right in the divorce. Those two things specifically. <laughs> and so and here here's what I will tell you. I don't have an issue with her eating my banana. I don't have a problem with that. I eat her food all the time. And she'll be like, hey, did you eat my cheese? But what I will do is I will say, yes, I did eat your cheese. I am sorry. I will buy you some new cheese. I have a problem with what I believe to be the dishonesty. And since I have OCD, I know my shit. So up until I started making these magnesium shakes, Chad, I hadn't eaten a banana probably in a year. Okay. So... And I started making the magnesium shakes the day after I got my blood panel results. Okay? okay. And when I started making the shakes, we had three bananas in our house. Hold on for a second. <laughs> it seems to me like you're reading out of a of one of those like manila those folders that the cops slam down in the interrogation. Yeah, this room. is the case file. And you're just gonna... going through I'm going to lay it out in front of you. You can tell me if you think she's guilty or not, and then you can help me decide how I should pursue the okay, case. Okay, the blood panel work comes back. So I know what day the blood panel work comes back, so I yep. know what day I started eating bananas. Okay. I also call my sister, who was here at the time, to confirm that on that day there were three bananas. 
Jesus so I have, I have a witness, okay? So I also know that as I was running out of those three bananas, I went and bought three more bananas. Yep. And I did the background check on this. I still had my receipt in the car. And so I looked at bananas. I looked at the bananas that I bought on the day I bought them and okay. the price. And I went and I called the store and I price checked it. So I know I for sure had bought three more bananas. Mm -hmm. That equals six total bananas. I'm eating one banana a day. I am on the sixth day. I then, and here's the kicker, I then go into our trash can. I pull out some trash. I'm wearing gloves because I'm not a raccoon. I pull, out some, I pull out some trash and I get to about the level of yesterday's trash and I find two banana peels laying nearly on top of one another. Can I tell you one thing? Go ahead. O'Doyle rules. So I take a picture because here's the thing. We, oh my we, dear God. We have a lot of trash, man. We have a lot of trash, okay? And there's no way, there's no way that those two bananas were eaten more than eight hours apart. There's no fucking way. It's impossible. So now I have all this evidence that I believe firmly suggests that not only did Jenna eat my banana, but she lied to my face. So how do I handle it? Here are my options because I haven't confronted her. It's been two days I've been sitting on this. Do I, A, just throw the evidence in front of her and call her a liar to her face, right? Do okay. I, B, do I play good cop first and do I say, hey, uh, hey, did you, I just, I wanted to follow up on a conversation we had the other day. Did you maybe <laughs> eat my banana? You know, play it cool. Be her friend. And if she lies again, then boom, I catch her in the lie and I surprise her with it. Or C, do I start slowly eating the last bits of her favorite food? consistently and then lying to her when she asked me if I does if I did it until she finally freaks out on me and then I fucking blam I throw the evidence <laughs> right in her face go now, ahead Chad what about co-counsel Chad go ahead what about D you just loudly blare Gwen Stefani's this shit's bananas B A N A I just follow her around like you are in the movie say anything with Peter Gabriel's in your eyes big jukebox on your shoulder yeah like the opposite of a say anything moment. Absolutely. Yeah, more of an annoyance. This is this is this is this is you better say what I need you to say right now. <laughs> you know, so you I'd, know I'd, who that sounds like? Skeet McGraw. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the ballad of Skeet McGraw. So yeah, I uh it's been a long week for me, man. You know who I think did it? Who? Frink Frank, Frink Frank, Kevin the That was very Lutheran of you. Yeah, I, that was a very that was a very Lutheran version of Kevin the Duck. <laughs> thank you very much. That's the other thing. My sister had left. She couldn't have eaten it. Greg and Lindsay and the baby are not allowed into our part of the house. There's only three suspects. Me, okay. Kevin the dog, who does not have thumbs, and Jenna the person. <laughs> so, you know, maybe Kevin did it, but it would be it would this would be a real task. The shelf is higher. He would have to learn to climb, yeah. grow thumbs. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start Jenna. calling her Jenna the person, just so you know that. There will okay, be no time I ever refer to her as Jenna ever again. It'll be Jenna the person. And then also, do you remember the scene in Dumb and Dumber where Jim Carrey's driving away after he puts the laxative in Jeff Daniels' drink? Yeah. And then he's just going, 
like that big, huge. I think that's how your sister drove all the way back to Washington. <laughs> Just like this motherfucker and his bananas. I'm about to blow shit up. He, he thinks he thinks I turned into a boring mom. Well, fucking watch this. <laughs> I hope so badly it's her. I really do. Now, if you want to leave a five star review, please do that so we don't so no one gets murdered and we don't have to forensic files our way out of this. Here's, know, yeah, here's what I'll tell you. If you leave a if you leave a review on the show, as long as you leave five stars, I would be happy to have you say something very mean and funny about me or Chad or the program. I love every bit of that. I don't yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like this fella and I were on the same page. Now he did start the review with I used to love this show. And then he went on to criticize the southern accent. Also his name is uh, Terry. Well what is that supposed to mean? I don't know, it sure sounds like a guy who talks like this. You understand what I'm saying come around downtown now? You know, a review set you off. Clearly, I had my niece and nephews here. That's a lot for me. Did they, not, they officially left now? They are gone. They left an hour before I started this. We started this show. And it's probably why I'm just like so relaxed and so giddy. I was going to say, it's probably why you just, yeah, you just sat there and took all of that in real well. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not proud of how hard I was on these kids last week. I mean, I was in the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, and what I make my children do when they talk shit about people is I make them come up with three great qualities of okay, that so person like if as they, well. If they like shit on their teacher, you're like, all right, now say three nice things about Mr. Right, Thomas. right. Or, you know, if, if there's like, most recently my daughter had a friend over and she was saying something that I took to be negative about another girl that wasn't there. And I said, I said three things and she knows what that means. And she went, she goes, no, dad, like she's my best friend. I go, don't care. Three things. And so that's, I just, I have to balance it out with the universe. So I would like to say three. Nice my things. mom, just as a side note, my mom who raised a whole bunch of women. Yeah. Used to call that when girls in high school talked about girls. She used to call it yicky yacky girl stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think used to. I think she probably still refers to it <laughs> that way. Yicky girl. She'd be like, enough of that yicky yacky girl stuff. Oh, people know what it means, and it stuck with you, so it must have worked. So you're, you okay? So go on. So, so some positive things about about my uh, my niece and nephews. Okay, they can be fantastic. Okay, right? Like I, I played Very a game with I played a game with them one night, and I I have one of my nephews is a little loud, and I told him I go I need your volume down, right? And he goes, oh, okay, unk. Like it was, they're very sweet, is what I should say. They mm -hmm. can be very sweet. Uh, they're very good helpers, Ooh. right? They, I believe, are thankful for things. <laughs> they're good swimmers. They're good eaters. They were also relatively good with the dog. Now. You may have noticed that I listed, I said three things. I said yeah. my daughter and my son have to list three things. Now, I what I have done is I've listed six things <laughs> to get ahead of what I'm about to say. <laughs> I've listed six things, so now I'm owed some bitching. Let's do it. I just can't fucking believe... <laughs> They're, they don't, they're, they don't, they don't listen. I, they, 
you can tell them I, this morning before they left. I said, you can't have any cookies. You just had a bowl of cereal. It's filled with sugar. And then my sister goes, go ahead and grab a cookie. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in my own house? You're doing this where I live. You're taking away my authority where I live. It's, it's, it's insanity to me. I want you to know that I've started to look around for cameras in my life when shit goes poorly. And I feel a little psychotic because of that. I was having a little bit of a rough day uh, this last week. And then I went into town to wash some clothes and to dry them. I have a washer and dryer out here, but the water, I don't know what the water's like. So I don't want to yeah. wash white clothes because it'll get all rusty. So I brought them yep. into town and I was drying everything and my dryer shit the bed. And I got to tell you something, it's a pretty new dryer in town. So okay. I, I look around because I'm ready to have a, a fucking breakdown. I look around for a camera because I feel like, remember the movie Truman Show? Oh yeah, Jim Carrey. Yep. Jim Carrey is like, it's his life and mm -hmm. everyone else is an actor and it's yeah. just a TV show that everyone watches. Yes, and he and, has no idea. Right, and so I've started to think in a very weird, crazy person way that maybe all these little things that happen are to get my spastic reaction and people watch it on like MTV2 or some shit. I don't know what channel it would be on. I don't think they watch it. I think they just listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you, for example, right? My daughter is 16 years old and I will tell her, if you can Google a question, I don't want to hear the question because it's you can, you can find the answer. Then two rule. minutes later, she'll go, dad, what did I step on? And it's just like, here's what I want to say. How in the holy fuck would I know? <laughs> You're still over there. Look down for Christ's sake, you ding dong. There's no possible way I could possibly fucking know what you stepped on. That's what I want to say. But what I say is, I don't know. Why don't you look down? Fucking look down. Fuck. And then I still swear. And I look around for cameras because I think they've hired my daughter now and she's loving it because she wants to be tiktok famous so maybe they're making tiktoks <laughs> here's the one that killed me the most i was in town with a broken dryer and there's a pizza place that is out by my cabin that has everybody likes the pizza and i so i texted my mom and my sister what kind of pizza do you guys want and my mom texts back cheese and pepperoni and i go well i'm getting two pizzas so I'll get half cheese, half pepperoni for the kids, and then we can get whatever we want. And she types back, well, the kids like cheese, and Alyssa and I like pepperoni, so that's fine. And I go, just checking in one more time, we have the whole menu of toppings. <laughs> nope, all good. So I get a whole pepperoni pizza, and I get a half pizza with cheese, and a half with pepperoni and pineapple and jalapenos. As you know, that's my go-to. That's the Chad Daniels. So I bring them out to the cabin and I open them up and my mom goes, Oh God, those jalapenos are making my nose dance. I can't wait. And she takes two pieces and I said, Put my fucking pizza down. Put my pizza down. And she goes, she, she like is taken aback by my rage. And I go, What are you doing? And she goes, well, I thought I'd try. You know I love jalapenos. I go, I know you love pepperoni because I have it in fucking text message right here. Put my, put my pizza down. And I'm looking around like, now they got my mom involved in this weird show for MTV2? I'm freaking out. This is the exact, you realize, 
and I know the audience already made this connection, but we just both told the exact same story. About hating when people eat our food? About just being just being frustrated that the world is out to get us, and it all ending with you and I trying to prove a loved one is eating our food. I read the <laughs> yeah, I read the text messages back. I was like, I asked you three different times if you wanted something else. Well, I don't know what everyone else likes. Well, bring that up in the conversation. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but you're going to need to put down my pizza. Until I'm done eating it, I'm not going to eat an entire half pizza. Maybe I would. But I'm not today. I was going to say, are you? is that a real thing? <laughs> but I'm you're, not today. You're not going to eat an entire half pizza? There's no way. Why would I do that when I know we're going to make s'mores at the bonfire? a good point thank you i'd rather get half full and then crush about 30 s'mores that's and that is more that's more in line with you i I, by the way i've lost 13 pounds in the last two weeks now i credit it to having to go to bed early because this fucking dog tires me out a lot of calories burned watching a dog no no no. i'm saying i normally eat at one in the morning and i don't eat at one in the morning anymore because i'm sleeping I think that's Can a way better deal. Clearly, your entire family is part of the the Chad Daniels Truman Show. I one hundred percent they're I one hundred percent think they're all in on it, and I think that they're trying to give me a heart attack so I'll die, so then they can release this show and make money off of it. Yeah, or just have your cabin all to themselves and give people cookies whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, that, I guess that's true. My dog bit my sister, and she goes, "Oh, I wonder what I'm going to do with my new cabin." And I was like, "Jesus <laughs> Christ, here we go." <laughs> So let's shift from your nephews and nieces to my niece. I live, obviously, uh, with Greg and Lindsay, my brother and his wife. Yep. Their baby, Elon, is about to turn one. Oh, nice. So two two things that are very funny are happening with the baby right now. One, she loves to dance like okay. all babies do. Yep, awesome. But like, often, if she hears music playing... Like, well, she's on the ground in kind of like a frog position, not quite crawling. She's like on all fours, but she's like sitting on her butt at the same time. Sure. If you if she's sitting like that and you turn music on, she will just like do what she thinks is dancing. But it just looks like she's humping the ground. (laughs) You already got yourself a reverse cowgirl. You know what? That's why you don't put them on a red rider pony. That's, that's, rock and that's rider why pony. you stay yeah. away from the rock and rider pony. But yeah, so one of my favorite things to do is if she's ever sitting like that, I'll immediately just click music on my phone to watch her. She looks like a little, she looks like she's in a rap video on like an Impala, just like on the hood of an Impala. It's really it would be great. awesome if you put like a metal pole next to her and then video and then try to take that video for later on Just, when she got you older. want to talk about being tiktok famous let's turn on <laughs> cotton eye joe let's let her twerk next you know, to a I baby pole and let's throw ago. monopoly money at her <laughs> the other thing is so when my sister was here my sister is an occupational therapist okay and that you know, loves so bananas she, that so she, she she was uh working with baby ellen on sign language sure and uh, ba- the baby is incredibly smart. And so she's picking it up pretty quickly. But okay. the first one she tried to teach her was please. And I don't know if this is the actual sign language. I, I didn't research it, so I'm sure I'll get a message if I'm wrong. But sure. she-, she rubs on her chest. That's what my sister Emily would do, like right on the breastbone. Please, okay. right? Yep. And so that that's what they were trying to teach. And so 
Elon was kind of getting it. She'd do it a little bit on her own. But then, like, if you were, if Emily was holding her, if somebody else was holding her, they'd go, say please. And they'd rub their her chest. They'd, like, rub, Emily would rub her chest. The baby would just also rub her chest and just, like, basically <laughs> grope my sister. <laughs> and so for a while, anytime the baby was being held by a woman, I could just walk by and go, Elon, please, please. And she would just sexually assault whoever was holding her. We had a real Me Too baby situation. I hope there's no sign language around the dick. <laughs> that would cause a lot of trouble. No, there, there certainly isn't. Um, I got to go. Okay. But first, I'd like to say this. I know it's Monday morning. Thank you for listening. So I just wanted to say good morning. And if I don't see you, Good afternoon, good evening, and put down my fucking pizza. Are you really going to end with the Truman Show? <laughs> I got to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.